0: everybody's ego takes a shot on this show
1: this is rutledge and hamilton with jim rutledge and matt hamilton people like me that's some booty jim presented by coors light on 100.5 espn
2: everyone is so mean to me i am jim rutledge you never go full rutledge (laughs)
1: And you said, hey, I'm not a
2: Chiefs fan anymore. I'm no,
1: back with the Bears no, no, no,
0: because no. Justin Fields has it figured out. And DJ Moore is the All second right, coming okay, of God himself. She,
2: now you're making stuff up. I never said any of those things.
1: Broadcasting live from the Everlight Solar Studio with Matt Hamilton, here's Jim Rutledge.
2: We're rolling on on an overreaction Tuesday live from the Everlight Solar Studio. Get into the show, 844-770-3776. He's Matt Hamilton. I am Jim Rutledge. We are going to play the love meter And I'm going to tell you right now, Matt Hamilton, we're going to do that in a second here, and I'm going to run through some stats about Jordan Love, and you might need a drink. Maybe we need to go to a happy hour at Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. After doing this, best happy hour in town, sizzle, swizzle, and swirl. Happy hour over at Ruth's Chris Steakhouse in Middleton. Lee over there is fantastic, whether it's a date night, treat yourself, happy hour, uh, dinner with friends, uh, or a big event all great at Ruth's Chris Steakhouse in Middleton. Matt Hamilton. Yeah. I'm going to give you some numbers mm-hmm. before we get to the love meter And then we will have our friend Primetime will or Sean behind the glass here. He will fire up the open in a minute and tell us the stages of love. And then we will post our new huh. position you know how, on the love meter
0: You know how words confuse Ryan? Like numbers confuse me and I, <laughs> I this is just gonna make me sad. Alright. So that. Jordan
2: Love is 15th in the NFL in yards. Okay. So 15th in the NFL in yards. He is 22nd in the NFL yards per attempt. He is yards per game 50 or 16th in the NFL. His touchdowns? He is 9th in the NFL. Interceptions, he is number 1 in the NFL. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Uh, then you have, let's see here. I think QBR, he is I'm trying to find it here 42.3. So that is 25th in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And QB rating, which is a little different, more traditional rating, he is. Where is he in there? Um, I'm sorry, I cannot find where he ranks in QB rating. There he is 28th. 28th in the NFL. So. With all that in mind, where are you on your love meter? Let's play love meter.
0: The Green Bay Packers select Jordan Love, quarterback, Utah State. Where is the
1: love? Where is the love? It's time to check the Jordan Love meter.
3: Yeah, guys, so the Jordan Love-O-Meter, uh, it's not at its highest peak right now, guys, but the stages of love are keeping it casual at the lowest. Then there's the like-like phase where you're still getting to know the person. You're not quite sure about them yet. And then there's committed. You, are you fully Are not fully in, but, you know, you're committed enough where you want to keep this person around you want to be in a relationship settling down with him. settling down maybe we'll say and then there's final the final stage of in love head over heels he is the franchise quarterback of your dreams you're ready to settle down <laughs> get some uh, get some young uh, young quarterback young QBs with him start raising a few <laughs> um, a few Coors lights with him out on the uh, out out on, on the, the porch practice, out on the porch whatever yeah. uh, Matt Hamilton so I ask you where do you rank on the level meter this week
0: Oh my gosh! Um. So I think I was was I like like last time, or did I go all the way to committed?
3: I believe you were still in just the <laughs> like like phase.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm I'm keeping it casual this week. Um, I he isn't doing anything as far as his play that really like blows me away that I like R- that I like-like. like like like. All that the thing that he's got going for him that I like the most is the fact that he's got the locker room and he's seems very poised out there. Even when he threw the interceptions, I don't think he looked super visibly rattled. Like he went out and he had that head held high and he was using that next drive to try and improve and do better. Like it didn't work out. But that's all he's got going for him. I would like to be like you know what? He's just dominates the short five yard throws, but I I can't say that. That's not something I I'd, I'd love to say. He's nailing the guys down deep, but we're not taking enough shots. But I can't say that. Something. I just I I think I'm back to to just. Let's see how it goes. Let's keep it casual. I'm not throwing you a contract yet for sure. A couple weeks ago, when people were ready to give him the con- extension, I was woo
2: casual we're keeping it casual ryan is that your vote i, I don't vote in
3: this yeah you don't yeah. vote because ryan was in love i want to see how much this guy I, guys i've been head over heels this whole time yeah i i no, i thought look at him he's so perfect he's so low maintenance he's got the locker room like matt hamilton said he shows all this confidence out there he shows like he looks like the guy every week maybe he's not making all the plays but i know he'll come along eventually we can. Matt LaFleur, he can fix him. He can make this guy a superstar quarterback. But at but. this point, <laughs> now it's like, I don't know, maybe was Jordan Love just kind of a rebound for me? Maybe I was a little spurned by Aaron Rodgers, and I thought, oh, look at him. He's the so The next perfect. one's got to be I, it. I was building him up in my mind. Yes, exactly, the next one is it. But now it's like I look at him and like, I don't know. It's like, what is he good in? What's special about him? Is he special enough for me to settle down with him and give my heart to him? I'm, guys, I'm not in love anymore. I think I've fallen all the way back to like, like, yes, I I know. I I will say
0: there is one part of his game that I do appreciate. I think I am pretty impressed with his pocket presence and how he does get out of and like make some things happen with his feet when nothing's going on downfield. I was, I think he's doing a pretty good job at that. So. That is his best attribute, but unfortunately, that's that's not going to win you games. Running back quarterbacks, which is essentially where I think his
3: he's shined the most, is when he's been a rusher. Yeah, right? and even then he's not he's not the rusher of Lamar Jackson. Or, or it's like he or, can't really make yeah, a whole field. Yes, exactly. Yeah, he's like, maybe in like the seventy fifth percentile of rushing quarterbacks. But like even last night, though, I agree with you. There are so many times I wanted him to tuck it and run, but it just felt like. It felt like he had that Max Crosby ghost in his ear at Uh the end of the game. It was in the back of his mind. And he couldn't get it out of there. And he just, he felt so flustered. And, you know, I, I sympathize with a guy who gets flustered sometimes. It happens, you know, I, I understand. <laughs> sometimes you just want to say that, you know, everything's fine. Everything's under control, situation normal. We're fine.
0: We're all fine. But
3: it did not look fine last night. For was me, that from a uh,
0: Matt LaFour press conference? That was Matt LaFour <laughs> <yes. laughs>
3: <laughs> Should have played that turn. What Matt missed. But yes, I've, I've fallen all the way back to like, like, guys.
2: Everything about me oh, looks, wow. uh, everything about me looks fine because I love, love Carbon World Health. I've been working out there for a while. Obviously, the training staff there is wonderful. They, they they mix it up each month to kind of help you reach goals. They don't let your muscles kind of just get to this, like, oh, we're going to do the same thing over and over again. They mix up the exercises. They mix up the amount of reps they want to do. I mean, if you want to get in the best shape of your life, just go to Carbon Health. That's the simplest thing I can tell you. Then... If you, you want to lose some weight, you can talk to Dr. nessa Rodriguez. You can ask him if hormone optimization is right for you. Maybe that's the right way. Maybe your hormones are off, and by fixing that, you will be the lean, mean, fighting machine you want to be. Uh, or uh, maybe something like semi-glutide, which is what I'm taking, works fant- can work fantastic for you. I've been able to drop from around, I think, 23% body fat. I dropped nearly 30 pounds. I'm down to about 9% body fat and around 195 pounds. And really now my, my choice is really about... Do I want to continue to lose weight, or do I want to stay where I'm at and keep my muscle mass where it's at, which is where I want to be. I want to keep my muscle mass where it's at. I'm happy with my weight, and now I just want to continue to get stronger as I get older, and that's all thanks to the team over at Carbon World Health. This Rutledge and Hamilton, we're going to throw some stones next.
1: You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. One song, one song only.
2: music that I think most Packer fans thought they'd be bumping into after playing the Raiders Matt Hamilton
0: <sighs> I
2: strove actually got my hopes up
0: yesterday thinking it was like a lock I still was nervous like DeVonte Adams he was shut down like I am going to fantasy football I know he was shut down it hurt <laughs> my soul <laughs> Like, it felt great that the Packers did a really great job. I was very conflicted there near the end of the game. Um, but the, the big issue was the fact that Strophy got my hopes up. He thought that was, like, a tap-in, and I was like, I don't know, at first. But he got me believing.
2: Well... Let's throw some stones. We'll talk about it more. We've got Jason Wildy coming up next. I saw a quote from Matt LaFleur. They asked if Aaron Jones would be ready uh, after the bye week. He said, I sure as hell hope so.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Let's throw some stones. The guys think they have the answers to everything. I'm
2: the best there is. People
1: like me. So it's time to put them to the test.
0: That's some booty, Jim. You know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man.
1: This is Throwing Stones, presented by Metro Kia of Madison, Madison's trusted Kia dealership.
3: Yeah, guys, it's time to throw some stones here in Rutledge and Hamilton. We all know sticks and stones may break our bones, but words, boy, do they confuse me. And they apparently confuse Ian Rappaport of NFL Network as well. (laughs) I don't know if you guys saw, he had a tweet heading into Monday Night Football last night. He often tweets out who some of the biggest names who are and aren't going to play are. He you know has his inside sources. He knows who's going to be on the field. And so he tweeted ahead of last night's Monday Night Football game between the Packers and the Raiders. He said Packers running back Aaron Jones is officially inactive. And then he initially also tweeted hashtag Packers wide receiver Devontae Adams is officially active as well. So <laughs> apparently uh, Ian Harper not quite used to seeing uh, Devontae Adams in that black and silver yet. So I especially want to ask Matt here. Um, was there anything surreal about seeing Devontae play against his old team for the first time, or just what was it like watching Devontae not tear up the Packers, but just even be on the field against them for the first time, Matt? You know, it was sad because I. There's there's no reason Devontae
0: had to leave. There was it was front office issues with Devontae. They'd strung him along too long, but. I I didn't have an issue with it. I've been used to it. I've come to grips with the idea that Devontae is just not a Packer anymore. Honestly, I was mostly impressed with the defense from what they, I mean, granted, Jacoby Myers kind of feasted, but they shut down Devontae. And I think Devontae really did want to have a game against the Packers, at least get in the end zone, and it didn't happen. So, honestly, I thought it was a successful outing for what the Packers were trying to do, and that was shut down Devontae. That was clearly a goal.
2: It wasn't really that strange for me because there was a whole other season last year yeah, that Devontae right. played, So it did, and then with no Aaron Rodgers. I mean, this Packers team seems almost uh, you know unrecognizable from the time yeah. that Devontae Adams was there. No Bakhtiari, no Rodgers, no Devontae. Aaron Jones is like the only common denominator. And Aaron Jones hasn't really played much this year outside uh, yeah. of week one. So, I mean, it didn't really carry a lot to me. And also, like, a wide receiver. I know Devonte Devontae, for a Packer fan, like, it holds something to me, but, like, I still felt like when he was here, it probably went Aaron Rodgers, Bakhtiari, oh. Devontae for a lot of people. I think Devontae was number two. For yeah, he was people. for me. I mean,
0: he, he was for me, and I still, I actually really pull for him. Like, yeah, I same. want him to succeed out in Las Vegas. He just hasn't had a quarterback. I mean, he was pretty spoiled. He had a oh, really yeah, great yeah. quarterback for a long time. He's still been really good and since then, he left. Yeah, he's been good. He has been really good, but it's. It, I just, I, I pull for him. I, he, like, he's still a packer in my heart, even though he's wearing black and silver.
3: Yeah, he's been really good, except for when he was matched up against Preston Smith. One catch for six yards locked him down, right? <laughs> um, but also, uh, I saw some else recently tweeted out, Ian Rappaport. Um, not about Preston Smith, but about a much better linebacker, actually. Uh, apparently, TJ Watt suffered a torn finger ligament uh, in the win over the Ravens on Sunday. So he's actually got to get surgery, but he's going to wait till after the season uh, because he was able to pop it back into place and kept playing throughout the game. Mm -hmm. Uh, The injury is not going to keep him off the field at all for the rest of the season, or at least after this bye. So I ask you guys, is is TJ Watt finally ascended into just like the baddest dude in all of the NFL, Jim? I'll ask you this.
2: He's better than, I think he's already had a better career than JJ Watt.
3: And I mean, JJ be out for the season with a torn
2: finger ligament. Matt, I would you pointed this out yesterday, so I will circle back to it. He should have been a Packer. Yeah, yeah. they traded. They got Kevin King, but I think they also drafted Vince Beagle with the other pick
3: yeah. in the fourth round. Yeah, yeah, to move back. That was the uh, picks they got from the Steelers. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. And that is a pretty horrendous error by the Packers. Now, that all being said, it doesn't make TJ Watt better or worse. But TJ Watt is going to go down as, I think, one of the better defenders in NFL history. I mean, he's pushing towards a Hall of Fame career, just like JJ. And the finger playing through that, I mean, yeah, he can because of his position, but it also just adds to his lore. I mean, Dick Buck has passed away last week and you had you know stories of him uh, terrifying people and, and being afraid to play him. OJ Simpson that O.J. Whoa. Simpson said he was afraid of Dick Buckus. That's how scary Dick Buckus okay, is. Okay, okay. I was OJ, like, "Where are we going with this?" That gym? O.J. Simpson was afraid of Dick Buckus. So okay. uh, I think T.J. Watt is in that old school lore of just butt kicking linebackers.
3: Yeah, it's very Ronnie lott like, right? When he cut, I mean, he cut off his finger, but I mean, hey, Matt. You know, I, I was thinking. This dude, he's a little more Jason
0: Pierre Paul. The guy did it without <laughs> a finger, a cut, maybe two. So the fact that he still has it and just popped it back into place, like, pretty, you know, it's pretty hey, it's tough, pretty... but that's not like playing without a finger tough. It's a little too mild mannered for you there, Matt Hamilton. Yeah, no. In all seriousness, though, TJ Watt is a freak of nature. This guy, there's players in this league that would go on IR for something like this. Yeah. The fact that – and honestly, by playing with a torn ligament, there's a good chance unless he's playing with, like, a glove where they're all taped together and he's not going to be – it's as immobile as possible. There's risk of even more injury and more damage, but the guy is, like, team first. And that's the kind of guy you want in your locker room because that – not only is he a leader on the field and sets the tone on defense – that's going to set the tone in the locker room for the everyone else. That's like a culture builder, and he's also like your best defensive player, maybe the best player on your team. That's, that's like a home run for a draft pick, and
3: the Steelers are very lucky to have him. Yeah, and you know who else we're lucky to have? We're lucky to have you, Matt Hamilton. <laughs> After last night. I want you in my locker room after last night. I'm glad we were able to get you back in town for yesterday's uh, pregame show as well. Matt Hamilton, just going the extra mile this week. Mm-hmm. He deserves this win.
0: You're right. Because if I have, have broke my finger, I still would have flowed that plane home and been here for the show. Just like what? Tough guy Matt Hamilton just here for the show. Bottom line is what it's all about. Two cores Lights a day, baby.
2: You are so amazing. Also amazing, <laughs> Scott Chalmers and the folks over at Chalmers Jewelers. They do custom best. There's no reason you have to pay for some brand name, whether it's for a necklace, whether it's earrings, whether it's a ring engagement, you need repairs done. Uh, just go to Chalmers Jewelers. They're going to make you exactly what you want. It'll be unique. You don't have to have the same ring that a bunch of other people have. They got it at the big box store. Scott and his team have been doing it for over 30 years. Go to Chalmers Jewelers, and you're going to come away with the best. Absolutely. This is Rutledge & Hamilton, presented by Coors Light.
1: You're listening to Rutledge & Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. Three-time Wisconsin Sports Raider of the Year, Jason Wilby. I'm not an emotional for i my Jason. Why are you always trying to stir stuff up, Jason? Is on Rutledge and Hamilton. I don't know if I
4: will go as far as you will.
1: With Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton. <laughs> All right, boys. All right. Presented by Coors Light.
2: Fresh off uh, seeing Matt LaFleur speak to the team or speak to the the media, uh, we are now joined by Jason Wilde after uh, a pretty bad performance overall by the Green Bay Packers. Plenty of, of blame to go around, Jason. But what was the vibe uh, today at uh, Lambeau Field?
4: Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. From the flight deck, this is <laughs> Matt <Man. Man>. LaFleur. <laughs> Your Delta flight to Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, the 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 mood was not as lighthearted as, as <laughs> I just was. That's for sure. Um, yeah, it, they they had Lafleur said they had a long team meeting, and you know I I am fascinated by this season. And you know you guys know this because we've been talking every week, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes twice a week, sometimes twice within twenty four hours. Like which has been really stellar yesterday. And now here I am driving home from Lambo, but it, it has been. I enjoy both of your comments.
1: Likewise, thing,
4: you guys have heard me over and over again, and I, I don't like to sound like a broken record, but we've talked about how I went into this season so fascinated because, and, and this is not a dig at Jim, but this was. Hey, let's find. We're going to find out how the other half lives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, no Hall of Fame quarterback, <laughs> and, and I'm eager to see how it goes. And. And I, I got to be honest, I'm I'm starting to get. I try not to get frustrated with fans because I am thankful that they care so much about this team that we can do a radio show for three hours where it's the Packers and other stuff that enters Tausch's wild, brilliant, genius brain. Right? Yeah. I'm glad I've gotten to cover this team for 28 years, so I, I don't want to be that guy. At the same time. I just kind of want to shake some of these fans and kind of grab them by the shirt collar and say, "What were you expecting here?" Like they they have, and and I somebody got pissed because I called them children, but <laughs> they are very young players. Like they they are like some of them are literally twenty one years old. Like four four years ago, they they were still in, like seniors in high school, and now they're playing in crucial situations in games in the NFL and whether they're dropping passes on back to back plays like Romeo Dobbs and Luke Musgrave or you know I understand Jordan Love is twenty four, but Aaron Rodgers is thirty nine. He played he's played eighteen seasons. He's seen it all. Jordan Love has not seen it all. And so I, I'm just I'm just flummoxed by this and, and I do think that the success they had against the Bears which should not have been that big <laughs> of an accomplishment. No offense. No, no. Uh, really, it really skewed people's expectations, and suddenly now they're they're pissed at Lafleur. There's 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 a portion of the fan base that is going to make excuses for Jordan Love no matter what. There's a portion of them that thinks that this team should have never drafted him in the first place. <laughs> all these kind, they're they're all over the map on this. But the bottom line is, they have a young. Offense with a first-year starting quarterback, and if you didn't think that we were going, and I know some fans—they're the quiet, silent majority. Hopefully, I understand that some fans n- knew that we were in for this, but it does feel like those fans are awfully quiet, and it's all the other fans that I'm hearing from that are like, "Oh, the floor doesn't know what the hell he's doing," and and you know they they miss Aaron Jones, and Aaron Jones would fix everything. and The game plan sucked, and everything else. No, they just have really young guys, and Matt LaFleur has to figure out offensively after playing not only with a veteran quarterback, but a bunch of veteran players at the skill positions, like a Devontae Adams, who he hugged for a long time last night, he's got to figure out how to walk the line of finding ways to simplify things so these young players can do what they need to do, while also keeping it at least somewhat complicated – so the defense doesn't think they're running the Ashwabanon High School playbook. <laughs> I'm sorry i i, I had a, i had a vent. I'm
0: I'm sorry. I'm done now. No, you know what, Jason? I'm 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 in your corner. I thought the first couple games were exceeded expectations, and then we're kind of falling back to earth. Uh, and it's 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 tough. It's a tough pill to swallow. I I can get behind that this is a young team but at the, at some point you have to look at Jordan Love and question some of the decisions that were made and no doubt i for me right there that's why on our love meter, I have it keeping it casual. But you had—I remember listening. Taush—he might have been ready to give the guy a contract before the season was over. I think is what his bold prediction was, is that Jordan Love was going to get signed before the season's over. Like that looks like a pretty crazy thought now, and it—I just don't know where Jordan Love is really at. You know, so like it gets us to our poll question. If you were to point, oh
2: you, wow, you're going. I do want to Jason's know. not going to answer this. It's right?
0: the poll question. Oh, what a what a
4: professional
0: radio.
2: There you go. This
4: guy's become, huh? You and know, the
0: segue there. If we're going to ask the people, I feel like we got to ask Jason. Even if you're going to hedge your way through it, I'm cool with that. I love the way you do it. Oh, you know that. So go ahead and take us through this process in Jason's head. Is it more or in in 2025? Are we more likely to see? Jordan Love on the Packers or Matt Lafleur on the Packers? Ooh,
4: that is an interesting question. Yeah. All right. First of all, to, to kind of dial it back to the raspy-voiced uh, curler that Paula didn't know who you were and now does <laughs> uh, from yesterday, um, I, I, w- I would start. I would start by saying that I, I think you're right about ratcheting up expectations. First of all. Uh, second of all. You know, and I said this to LaFleur in press conference. I said, I got into a pretty heated argument today about this. Uh, can you grow from failure? Because Tausch and I, you know, we, we have had two, I would say, really, where I've gotten really frustrated. And it was after they lost to Atlanta, and Tausch was saying that Jordan Love had been awesome. And I kept, you know, and I am particular about words, and I'm annoying that way, and I totally get it but when you go old for six and you have the ball in your hand you can go win the game with a field goal and you don't get it done i don't think you deserve to be called awesome that was my argument and then what and, crazy and take then, <laughs> and then now you know now you know he's he, this morning we were arguing about how they've regressed which is another question i did ask matt Lafleur tonight uh, but m- more significantly like being realistic and how you know they are going through the Here's the thing, and and I I love Tausch. Uh, I think he knows that, even when I get frustrated with him. But, like, he knows a million times more about football than I ever will. What I do think I understand, though, to some degree, is how people in power in the organization talk, understanding what they can't actually say. And Matt LaFleur cannot say, are you effing looking at who we're working with here like Luke, did you did you guys see during the game last night when Luke Musgrave came to the sideline and Lafleur was yep. as as much as Lafleur chews somebody out, was chewing him out because they had a third and three play and he blew his he he blew his route and he had a busted route and they would have gotten the, the ball should have gone right to where he should have been and he wasn't there, and that's the kind of stuff that happens with young players that doesn't ha- now Mercedes Lewis might take another <laughs> seven to eight more seconds to have gotten there. But he would have gotten in the right place. And so my, this is uh, – they are who I thought they were. <laughs> they didn't surround a young quarterback with a bunch of experienced guys who were always going to be, as Aaron Rodgers demanded of them, in the right place at the right time. They, they weren't – and they aren't. And Jason Brabel, the wide receivers coach, admitted that, and John Dunn, the tight ends coach. So none of that is a surprise to me. The problem is, is that if we're trying to evaluate on the love meter how you feel about him, that, that is an uncontrollable aspect to him trying to do his job, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he can, he can run the play exactly as it's designed. He can be ready to get the ball out right on time. And the guy's not where he's supposed to be. Uh-oh, now what? Right? And so I, I just, I, I, am, I have tried very hard when I was taking all kinds of crap on social media for not being over the moon about Jordan loves training camp. And, and I was getting really pissed. Like I was, you, you can ask Tommy Olson, like, I don't like social media at this point in my career to begin with, but I was done with it. And poor Maddie had to hear me get frustrated with, Hey, I'm the forward facing person. that's got to put up with all these people, <laughs> yeah. but it was, it was a siege because I wouldn't declare him the next, great thing, and now you're seeing that this is how growth for young young quarterbacks and also young receivers and tight ends, this is how it works. It's in fits and starts, and there are really good moments, and there are not so good moments, and I would have loved to have seen how the game would have ended if Romeo Dobbs and Luke Musgrave don't drop those passes. I would love to know, do they go and win that game? I think there's a distinct possibility that they do. Now, Jordan Love deserves all kinds of blame, right? He threw three interceptions, including the one that cinched the lock. You've got a guy in his face. He's off schedule. Christian Watson doesn't fight for the ball. Oh he had wide-open Musgrave,
0: though. That one, too, was right, egregious.
4: That, that, no doubt. So he deserves blame for that. But just like is true for every quarterback, even the Mitch Trubisky's of the world, when other people screw up, you have no control over that. Mm-hmm. And I would have just loved to have seen them catch those two balls and see if they're able to win the game. Because the then the narrative is completely different today. Now, yeah, you know they didn't score a lot of points; they're not very good. But hey, they found a way to win. That's all that. Like, think about the narrative after the Saints game. Like they were garbanzo for three quarters, <laughs> but all we talked about was the comeback. Right. That's that's what winning does. And and I think we're all just. You know, and again, no offense to Jim because he's lived through all this before, and he's one of the few, the proud, the Chicago Bears fans who can identify with this because there's way too many Packers fans who have no idea. Like, the only time they feel this way is when Rodgers breaks his collarbone or broke his thumb last year, which I know we ignore because. He just sucks, and
2: we don't. like him. <laughs> right. Well, right. He, he didn't help today. But that was we, a that's great answer, by yeah. the way, Jason. No, thank you. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Today.
4: Don't even get me started. Right.
2: Right. The guy is desperate I'm, for I'm the guy dude. is desperate for attention since he doesn't play football anymore. But with uh, Jason, the I feel like I should have written like a handbook. For Packer fans, of stages, stages of how to like. It sounds like Chicago sports radio with Trubisky and Fields. Of like, well, maybe it's the coach, maybe it's the players. It's never the quarterback, and I'm not saying it is in this case, but it's always the quarterback is the last to be blamed. But Jason, my whole point on this, and I wanted to get your thoughts on is that it doesn't really matter if it's Lafleur or if it's Love or if it's the players. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. This is why it's so hard to develop quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. Any one of these three outcomes they're screwed. If, if Jordan Love is bad, yep. well then, okay, he's bad, he's out. If Matt LaFleur is bad, you're not going to fire him until after next season, and a new, quarterback, or new coach is going to come in and say, I don't want a quarterback heading into his sixth year who's unproven, I'm going to get my own guy. And so that means mm-hmm. Jordan Love is cooked. And if the players aren't good enough to match the scheme, one of those other two things are going to happen. So it doesn't really matter if it's Jordan Love's fault or Matt LaFleur's fault or the player's fault. If it doesn't work... The fans are the ones that are gonna to have to eat it and you can put the plane wherever you want. I don't know. I don't know who ruined Mitch Trubisky or ruined Justin Fields. I don't and you know, Fields is showing a little flashes here, but I don't know what the answer is, but it doesn't really matter what the answer is because it didn't give you the outcome you wanted.
4: Yeah, and, and look, if you can get the other two pieces right, you don't have to be as right with the quarterback. Yes. And I think you would say with the Bears that they got basically none of the pieces right. Yeah. And that that's that's I, I love the idea of the handbook though. You know, you can have uh, <laughs> Wad, you can have Sylvie White write the foreword. Right. Uh, you can have Waddle write something in the inside cover. I, that's a great idea because I'm serious. Uh, you know, he had Sylvie had a tweet yesterday. You know, welcome to the world the rest of us live in, Packers fans. Uh, like if you had taken Jordan Love's name off of his stat line and you had just posted the stat line, 16 of 30, 182 yards, three picks, no touchdowns, 32.2 passer rating, uh, and you gave it to a portion of the Packers fan base, oh, that must be Matt Jones' line, mm-hmm. right? Because they, they would, they, you're right, There are there is a, I don't think it's the vast majority, but there is a portion that will find excuses for Jordan Love, and Jordan Love's not part of that group. Jordan Love, what I respect the hell out of him for because other people have not been this way. He got up there last night. I used it for the basis of my story in the State Journal this morning. He got up there and flat out said, I wasn't good enough. I need to be better. I can't make those mistakes. And that I found refreshing from a quarterback.
2: That's the frustrating part, because, I, I mean, I we all had a mutual friend, Soup Campbell, that, that was a former Badger, played for the Bears. So Mitch Miskis is, like, the best, hardest-working dude, and it just didn't work out, and he hated it. It sucked. And, like, Jordan Love, mm-hmm. see, like he, he's putting in the work. Like, yeah. it'd be easier if he was a bum, but he's putting in the work. He's putting in the effort. Got he's the trying demeanor. to be a leader. Uh, great demeanor. All of that. Like, he's doing everything you're supposed to do, and it still might not work, and that makes it so much worse than, like, Cutler was like yep. unlikable, so it was kind of like, all right, whatever. But yeah. like with Mitch and Justin, you're like, I want it to work. And with Jordan Love, you're like, well, I want it to work because he's doing all the things you're really supposed to do guy. that you're supposed yeah. to do to be great. But, but... it's not working. <laughs> right.
4: If it if it fails, you want it to be like the Johnny Manziel deal. Yeah.
2: Where they,
4: they would check his iPad. <laughs> right. And he had zero points. Oh
2: yeah, uh, Russell out in uh film. in Vegas, or well Oakland I think at the time or wherever they or, wherever he was right, where, right. same Marcus thing Russell. yeah. Yep. Ah, uh, yeah. You'd rather have just a bump.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, so Jim, I was thinking for your uh, for your handbook yeah. for Packer fans, maybe you could hit up uh, Summer Morrison. She could illustrate
2: oh, it for so you. Wanted to get to this,
3: okay?
0: <laughs> yeah, because she illustrated Quadzilla finds his footing, and it was nice because at about 13 minutes left in the third quarter, Quadzilla found his footing. So that was exciting, right, Jason?
4: He did, and and I I, I don't think we provided the motivation, but I think we look. Again, we do we have a little fun with that? We did. Yeah. today, But the bottom line is, he, I was really happy for him. I mm-hmm. like him as a dude. He does work hard. He does care about it probably too much, which has probably been to his detriment at times. Right. And yesterday, they, they blocked better for him. They had Elton Jenkins back. He still was not dominating, but you'll take, what, 20 carries for 76 yards and a touchdown over what you had seen from him in the first four games. Right. I now.
0: mean... Honestly, what stood out the most for me is as opposed to his usual like grounded pound, just let's push the lineman in front of us and we'll all just push together and get there. He had that really great cutback. And again, it wasn't yeah, super no quick. Doubt. It wasn't very like, you know, it's not Aaron Jonesy, but he showed really good vision and was able to like get like 11, 12 yards on that run. I, I was impressed by it. It gave me hope moving forward that like. He's hearing it. He's probably talking to Jones and getting tips on how to run a little bit more of like a patient style running back. And I I, I did like that. He wasn't stellar, but he was definitely better than he has been. So I was I, I am willing to say a Quadzilla found his footing.
2: He needed that, Jason. We got it. We also well, are Jason, super over.
0: That was a pure joke yesterday. I loved it. So, thank you for helping setting me up today so I could bust it out on our show.
2: But also, Matt needed he All really right. wants AJ Dillon to be good.
0: I want yeah. him to be He's, a Packer longer because he right. wants to be a Packer longer. His wife wants him to be a Packer longer. I just I, he seems like a good guy, I just like Jordan Love. I want yeah. him to well be maybe. good.
4: <laughs> Yeah, maybe you should stop making jokes about him then on
2: the pregame show.
4: Uh, all <laughs> Big right, guys. jerk Hamilton. I'll all right. Thanks,
2: thanks, Jason. Bye. <laughs> See ya.
0: Oh, man.
2: You know what? Jordan loves stunk yesterday, but uh, you don't stink because you wear Iron Jock.
0: That is right. Iron Jock is a state-of-the-art silver ion technology that's guaranteed to keep you feeling fresh and provide odor-fighting protection. Uh, protection for as long as you own it. It's a Wisconsin-based company, and the best part about Iron Jock, uh, other than being a Wisconsin-based company, is that it has better moisture management, it's better at cooling, better static control, better stain blocking, and better stormproof water resistance. That all comes included with Iron Jock products. It's the highest quality fabrics and construction designed for an active and comfortable fit. You can go to IronJock.com to get your Iron Jock apparel today. I would suggest the Iron Jock socks because it'll keep your gym bag smelling better than your normal gym bag does, and your wife is not going to complain about your stinky socks going in the hamper. IronJock.com. That's IronJoc.com. Go check out what they got. There's almost always a sale going on, so go check them out. Iron Jock. It's what's inside that matters.
2: This is Rutledge Hamilton presented by Queer's Light. Aaron Schock, poll question. Uh, got the thumbs up from Jason Will. you missed that interview, you can listen back. Whatever it is you like to listen to podcast. Brought to you by our good friends at Revive Restoration. But who is more likely to be on the Packers in 2025? Jordan Love or Matt LaFleur? 57% of you say Jordan Love. 42% of you say Matt LaFleur. Were Matt you able to decode what Jason's answer would have been had he answered our poll question? You know, he didn't really jump into it much at all. I know. Like, so, like, I was like, like I, I, I can't wait
0: for you to hedge this answer Jason. Like go ahead and do
2: what you do because I love the way you dodge the question. And he just he just he just stepped aside. Yeah. <laughs> he just moved all the way to the side. At Canopy Wealth Management, they have a balanced approach that helps you guide through a complex and ever-changing landscape, creating a personalized wealth management experience throughout your family's financial planning journey. They will serve as a partner, advocate, and steward in all aspects and offer their expertise to help you achieve your goal with confidence. When you work with Canopy, care, competence, and clarity isn't a tagline, it's a promise at canopy-wealth.com. That's where you go to get started on your financial journey with them today, canopy-wealth.com. They won't step aside on you like Jason Wildey. This is Ben Rutledge (laughs) and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light.
3: See ya!